This is the Michael K. Show podcast. Listen live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. This is awful news. Uh, remember, the Golden State game against Toronto was postponed tonight because their assistant coach, Dejan Milojevic, uh, was in the hospital. He had an incident at a team dinner last night while well, he ended up dying of a heart attack at the age of 46, the team announced. So uh, that's just it, – it, not in Toronto. It was in Utah. I'm sorry. 46, Don, uh-huh. he goes to dinner, never thinks that his life is going to end, and the team was so shaken up they they postponed the game, no, and I don't course. blame them. No, of course. I mean, I, I, you know – you don't want to speculate, but it was something like a heart attack. Or... There was a heart attack. They yeah. Said. Oh, there was. Okay. Yeah. So I, 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 I figured that that was, and even forty six. You know, it's it's so young, terrible. I don't know if he already had a heart condition or just kind of came out of nowhere. But I can understand the players not wanting to play after that. And uh, a guy from from what I've read, absolutely beloved in the international basketball uh, community. So gone way too soon. Forty six years old, having dinner with the team. So mm. not only if they really cared about the guy, which they obviously did, but they saw it happen, which is just dreadful. Dreadful. So awful. Condolences to Golden State and and to his family. That's that's just terrible. Uh more mundane things. Uh the Yankees officially announced uh, that the Marcus Stroman deal is uh now been completed two years thirty seven million. Um they will have a a Zoom press conference tomorrow at 3 and at 4. I believe that Strowman's at 3, and I think that Cashman is at 4. So, you know, we talked about this a lot last week. Uh, he had to pass a physical for it to be um, official, so he obviously did that. And uh, it's a two-year deal. And if in the second year of the deal he pitches over 140 innings, the third year kicks in as well. So a lot of baseball projection sites, right, they felt, that he was going to get a three-year, $66 million deal. And he ends up signing a two-year, $37 million deal with the Yankees. Now, part of that is, from what I've heard, he really wanted to play for the Yankees. Uh, he was upset when the uh, the Blue Jays didn't trade him to the Yankees, ended up trading him to the Mets. He got upset when the, the GM of the Yankees said that he couldn't make the rotation in the postseason, wasn't going to be a difference maker. So he angrily struck back at him. Uh, He has been a lot less active on social media since July. Uh, He had a bad second half with the Cubs. He had a great first half. He opted out of the final year of his contract, which was going to pay him $21 million. So he ends up taking a a pay cut of $2.5 million for this year to play for the Yankees. But, you know, I've been reading, you know, we're going to talk about this on the Yankee hot stove tonight on Yes. And and it, it wasn't so much... That he was active on social media, and you know he, he's a very demonstrative on on the uh, on the field. But a lot of people look at what they call Zips projection. So Zips is pessimistic that he's going to have a great year. He walks a lot of batters, and they say that his ground ball rate um, is not what it should be. Um, and if he doesn't have a great ground ball rate, he's going to have um, a lot of home runs given up. So Zips projects for Marcus Stroman in 2024 to go 9-9 with a 4.17 ERA, 25 starts, pitching 138 innings, 133 hits, 44 walks, 110 strikeouts, a war of two. In 2025, they project him to be 8-8, 4.31, uh, 22 starts, 123 innings, 122 hits, um, 16 home runs, 41 walks, 96 strikeouts, 
Uh, his ERA would be below average. His WAR would be one point four. Um, I, I think that if he returns to his ground ball rate, Don, the Yankee Stadium is the place for him. Yeah. I mean, if you're a fly ball pitcher, Yankee Stadium, even a small bit of gust of wind is going to throw hit the ball into the seat, into the seats. So he's got he's got to be able to keep the ball down, which is his specialty. I think if he stays healthy. I think that he'll be good enough that he will warrant the the $18.5 million. I really do. Uh, the outside noise is the outside noise. That's for the Yankees to deal with. They've taken on a little bit of a uh, a risk with Verdugo, who didn't get along with Cora. Uh, they've taken on a little bit of a risk with Stroman. I don't think his, his social media activity um, is going to anger anybody in the room. And if the Yankees are able to get over what he said about them, then that's fine. I mean, they're, they're the ones that signed him. All he has to do, Don, is give them about 28 starts. Now, I, I think it would be best if, you, if he's the fourth starter rather than the second or third. And I keep reading, while well, the Yankees could be done uh, with getting a starting pitcher, they'll probably get another reliever. Well, if they're done with getting a starting pitcher, you're you're taking some risks. Clark Schmidt is one of your top five. Rodon should be your number two, and you're expecting him to be a number two. Nestor Cortez, you're expecting him to come back from a shoulder injury that you hope has been resolved from rest. So that, behind Garrett Cole, if they all come up positive, right, then you say that's pretty good starting five. But what's the likelihood of them all coming up positive? I think they need one more starter, and you turn Schmidt into a swingman. But Stroman, for the money they paid... I don't think it's a terrible signing. Last year, 10-9, 3.95. That would be the second-best pitcher on the Yankee staff. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's all relative, right? I mean, that's not what you want, but I think you see potential. He's a gold-glove fielder. Yep. Guy wants to be here. So, see, that to me balances out any of the noise. Like, the noise of him going after Yankee fans, going after the Yankees, came from a place of, hey, I want to be a Yankee, and your general manager said I wasn't good enough. And now your general manager thinks I'm good enough. This is where I want to be. I think the Yankee fans will take to him as long as he pitches well. And you can give me the zip or whatever the analytics say. I mean, what's their track record? How, how accurate are those numbers compared to other times that they've predicted uh, what's going to happen over the next couple of years? Guy works hard, feels his position well, wants to be a Yankee. It's worth the shot. It's not a ton of money when you consider what other pitchers are making that maybe don't even have the resume that he has. He's still a younger player. I, I, I like the signing a lot. I don't think there's going to be any noise. You're right. I just looked it up. He hasn't tweeted since July. So but this he did is what send he out some Instagram all positive about the Yankees right. the last couple of days. Yeah. So, this was a dream of his. Yeah, and so and, and I and I, do I think that there might be little spats with the media? Do, you, do I think he'll be a little sensitive at times if he's criticized? Sure. But it's not going to be any different than what usually happens in New York, and we'll see how he pitches. But I think the fans will be receptive to him, and I, and I think he's got a chance to have a really good year. Now, will all those pitchers have great years? Of, you know, of course, that's tough to say, but I don't think they're all going to have bad years. You know what Cole is. Stroman usually gives you a ton of innings. And, and pitches well. I mean, no, why? no, no. He doesn't. He doesn't. That's one thing he doesn't do. He doesn't give you a ton of innings. Well, he, I mean, he, that's why they put the one forty in there. But, but, but he also he he had thirty three starts a couple of years ago with the Mets, which led the league. I mean, right. he makes appearances. I guess is the better way to say it. That he is gonna. He's he, he's he should be able to be available every five days to pitch for you. And I think he's got a chance to give you more innings than Snell would, and cost a lot cheaper. And Cortez should be able to bounce back and be the pitcher that we thought that he he could have been before he got hurt. I mean, every everything indicates that he's still a very good pitcher. Now he's a, a consistently above average starter for most of his career. 
Uh, his ERA plus, which is, you know, would 100 would be uh, an average ERA. His ERA plus has been no worse than 113 in any of his past four seasons. So that means he's been 13% above average. And the 113 was last season, which started out that it could be a, a career year, and then he hurt his side. But he carried a 2.28 ERA and a 536 opponent's OPS through his first 16 starts and made a second All-Star team. But in the second half, in July, he allowed 27 earned runs across 26 and two-third innings in the month, landed on the injured list April 2nd, mm-hmm. right hip inflammation, returned to the mound with a, uh, that was delayed by a right rib cartilage fracture. Once he rejoined the Cubs on September 15th, he threw just eight innings over four relief appearances to close out the year. He ended with a 3.95 ERA, the second highest of his career. Now, if 3.95, Don, is the second highest of his career, that's good. Yeah, it is. Because his ERA rate for his career is 3.65 so listen if they gave him 30 million a year it it would be a head scratcher but you know in this market he's getting 18 and a half million dollars a year and if he's you know if he's a 13 percent above average starter that's worth it and and and, you know it's not like he doesn't have a history of giving you innings michael in 2016 over 200 innings in 2017 over 200 innings no of late it's been rough in 2019 184 and a third and even in 2021, Michael, with the Mets, he had 179 innings. Uh, so, yeah, the last couple of years, it's been under 140. That's probably why they have the 140 in the contract. But it's not and, like. And 2020 set out the COVID season. Right, he, he was the one who elected to not pitch. Right. So, uh, I, I theory, he does have times in his career. Granted, it was, you know, 2016, 2017, but he has pitched over 200 innings. He's made 33 starts in 2017, 32 starts in 2019. I mean, so he, if if he's healthy, uh, I I think he can be a bit of a bulldog. Now, is he a number two starter for a championship team? I, I, you would think no. But if he pitches at his best, but, but could Cortez come back from his injury and, and be a number two starter? Why not? I, you know what? I'm one of the guys. I I think I'm one of the only the few people. I, I really think Rodon's going to have a good year. Now he could be a number two as well. I mean, Rodon, the two years before he became a Yankee, I mean, you look at his numbers. They were great. That's why I got a six-year contract from the Yankees. And it wasn't just the Yankees that wanted him. Many, many teams were bidding for him. He had a terrible year last year. The look of, of him turning his back on Matt Blake was awful in the game against Pittsburgh. I admit all of that. But the guy was out the first half of the year, his first year with a team. I think he's going to have a good year. If he's healthy, I think he's going to have a really good year. You don't lose it that fast. Not at his age. You just don't. So I think they, they have a lot riding on him. He might be one of the most important people on the team. Because you, you accept Judge is going to have a big year, Cole's going to have a big year, Soto's going to have a big year. Those you accept. I think that Rizzo's going to come back. I think he's through the concussion. But the one guy that's a wild card that turns the fortune of the team is going to be Rodon. Because I don't think Nestor's a number two. I don't think Marcus Stroman's a number two. I think Rodon's a number two. Nestor or Stroman is a number three I could live with. But if one of those guys is forced to be a number two, then you're asking them to pitch above what they've pitched before. Right. I think Rodon can pitch what he has done before and be very important for the Yankees. Right. But if, if Marcus pitches the way that he pitched, you know, in, tw- in 20... Um in, you know, in 2017, 2016, those those are numbers that I yeah, think... Yeah, but that's be, eight years ago, but No, I get it. 
but it's it, it's there. He can do it. And it, but if you go back to 2021, I mean, it was he had 33 starts, 179 innings. You take that. Three. You don't even have to tell me the other stats. I'll take right. Three point oh two earned run average. That's good enough to be a number two starter. Now he was 10 and 13, but that tells me he was involved in 20 23 decisions, which means you know he pitched a lot of innings. He was in a lot of games. So, I, I and listen. He's thirty three, right? He'll be, he's thirty two now. Yeah, he he will be. I guess when's when's his birthday? He was thirty two last year, so his birthday has to be yeah May first. So, but it'll be fifty three on Saturday. No, but I'm just saying thirty three for Former a. Raven. It's not. Listen, it's not. It's not like he can't still give you good pitching over those two well, years that, or a that's third. A, that's year. the age of Cole. Yeah. Right. So you're expecting great things from Garrett. Let's go to the phone, see what you're thinking. one 800 919 Let's go to Juan in the Bronx. Juan. Hey, Michael. Hey, guys. How are you guys? Good. How you doing? Uh, I'm kind of, yeah, I'm glad that you kind of touched upon it because I know that Strowman is kind of getting dragged on social media and on the airways because of his attitude and, I guess, level of maturity. But Rodon, I feel, has gotten a complete pass. I mean, this guy has proven already that He's having a little bit of a hard time getting adjusted to the New York spotlight. I mean, turning his back on the coaching staff there on that pitching mound, uh, blowing kisses at fans and whatnot. Uh, and I feel like he's not sort of kind of been included in the, I guess, the, the bad boy persona of the new New York Yankees here. Uh, well, I mean, because but I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you why, Juan. He was a Yankee for half a year. He didn't pitch in the first half of the year. He's never had problems with his maturity in other spots. You know, Marcus Stroman has had those issues before. Again, mostly social media driven where he gets into fights with fans or reporters that, that aren't kind to him, but never in his clubhouse. You never hear anything bad about him in the clubhouse. Yeah, and uh, the other thing is, this, this is a quick hit here. Uh, why do the Yankees keep having these Zooms uh, press uh, conferences for players? I think that we're losing out on a lot of uh, valuable exposure for these people, I mean, I can't imagine that they didn't. Get, they couldn't get uh, uh, obviously uh, Soto uh, to Yankee Stadium for uh, for his press conference, and uh, now uh, Strowman is getting also a Zoom call. Uh, I think you know it, we're, we're missing out a little bit here. As well, but, uh, well, okay, so I, I don't know the reason why they're doing Zooms, but well, I, 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 well, he's gone now. They're not missing out on exposure; they're covered just as if they were standing in I, front of you. COVID revealed to us ways that we can do things moving forward. And to it's it just more convenient, I think, that now that we can do Zooms, that maybe it's more convenient for the player and for the media to try to put those things together than having a big dog and pony show and having everybody come out. Like It, it probably just it, it works a lot better, I think, for everyone. I think if they signed Yamamoto, it would have been well, a huge press conference. Yeah, of course, because there's certain things that just beg for, you know, where that's a press conference where maybe it used to be Warner Wolf would ask the first question. Now I guess it's Bruce Beck, where everybody comes out of the woodwork. I don't know if Strowman would be that level of signing, and it's just I think it's a lot more convenient now for the player. I don't know where Strowman is now. Maybe he's down in Florida. I don't know. Even if he's living out of Long Island, do I want to go? For that, or is it just easier to kind of just do it on Zoom? So I, I, I think that's probably it, right, Michael? It just it might just be more convenient for everybody. We do it was something we didn't think about before COVID. Well, it's definitely we just doing that. all these do- Zooms and figuring out ah, this is probably See, that we just, just spoke, an easier way to do. It. We just spoke to the only fan who cares about that, and also he's. I mean, essentially, his main point is wrong. You're 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 messing up any like publicity. 
Do you read the papers? Do you see the news? I mean, a Zoom call is just as effective as as having you know a carving board. What's the big deal? Right, you're not going to get invited to the press conference as a fan. Right, exactly. All, uh, all due respect, it just uh, it's there's a lot that goes into it. A lot of people have to come from all over the place, and believe me, I don't think any media member is going to complain. In, in the middle of uh, this cold snap, where it's like 20 degrees outside, and I don't have to go to the Bronx for, for, for the dog and pony show. I can sit at home. I'll tell you what, though. The roast beef they serve is something. Oh, I, yeah. Can we just stop, all right? It, it is. is. And then they beef. give out cookies. Uh, like when, when Judd signed, they gave out cookies with his number on it. Really delightful. I can get cookies, Michael. Cookies. I don't need, I don't need free cookies. Uh, you, the, the, you don't go to press conferences anyway. Listen, the, the George Carlin had it right. Every moment we leave the house, we spend every second trying to get back home. I think that's Jerry Seinfeld who says that. No, it was George Carlin. It was? Yeah. Well, Seinfeld has the same bit. Well, he stole it from George. Oh, well, this is now. Now, now you guys are getting into some really dangerous territory. Let's just. But, but I'm, I'm comfortable. I, I, I could side with George. I'm, I'm good. No, no. But I mean, you suggested because Michael might just be confused. And now, yeah. now Seinfeld's getting tossed in the mix. No, no, no. I'm not confused. I've seen Jerry. He said, "When you go out, all you do is want to get yeah, back." You home. know what I did, I, Michael? I think we saw that together at the yeah. show. No, yeah, no. He took it from from Carlin. But either, either way, to sit home. As good as those cookies are and the roast beef to die for, Michael, if you had a chance to pop on your laptop and be able to ask a question to Stroman and not have to leave your house, you're good. No, you, you see, I just I love the aura of the stadium, so I, I would I would go there. I'm not surprised by that. Most, because uh, my garage is is not a pigsty, and my car is well, in there. Well, wait so a I minute, get nobody said pigsty. Wait, 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 well, well, you well, can't fit a car in there. Yeah, but it doesn't mean it's a pigsty. Of course it is. Well, you just you just leveled a shot for so no. So I reason. would get in my car. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be cold in the car because it's in the garage. I'd pull out. I'd pull into the garage at Yankee Stadium. I'd walk 40 feet in the cold weather, and I'd be in a beautiful oh. Legends um, restaurant. Because right, you're Yankee boy. Most people aren't Yankee boy. I figure, you know, I'm good in my house. I don't also, have to I think to he's lying. Aura the sad building what that, am I that, lying about? Oh, I don't know. I think you're lying. What, the aura of a building that's, that stood since 2009. And you know what? That and you're there. Right across the street from the other building. You just feel it. You can smell it. But you're well, there a hundred times Yankee a year. boy can smell it. It's like a dog whistle. I'm not there a hundred times. There's only 81 home games. And then, and then you add other things that come up here and there. Okay, you're there 90 times a year. <laughs> yeah, he's not wrong, Michael. I mean, because you've got... I you, like going to work. I like the well, building nobody, where I, I work. I, I, you like it because you're Yankee boy. It's nothing special. It's very special. Oh, I, don't do this. What? Because you're going to get no, into a big I love the fight. aura. Of, who wants to I go to I love the aura. But, but you know what? I like the aura of my house. Oh, you know what? Derek Jeter said, you know, a lot of things happen in this old stadium. Now we're going to bring the memories well, no, over because the Jeter said it makes exactly it so? what they did. Madison Square Garden's more historic than the new Yankee Stadium. It's been around since 68. And my I dog, love Madison Square. I love to go to Madison Square Garden. Oh, give me a break. And if I they, do. And if they told Don you could call every game, we'll give you a perfect view and you can do it from your bedroom, guess what he'd do? Sit right in his bedroom well, with all the know, games. I don't know No, no, know they said that. it's perfect. You're not going to lose anything. We're going to give you the, the, you'll see every single thing. We have 12 different angles. You see no, everything going no, that's on. A bad, it's a bad analogy. I don't I don't want to do that. Well, yeah, I was trying to help but out. But if I got a chance to go to a press conference and do it from my house, because, I, and, and, and Don, why are you here? You get it done from here. Oh, I like the aura of Madison Square Garden. You, go, you know what you would say? You're a ranger boy. That's, I, I would say that. All right, so I'm Yankee. I'm embracing it in the new year. That's right. You should now. There you go. It took a while, but there you go. I am. You know, like I have a shirt that says Yankee Boy. I'm cool with it. Well, I want you to really own it because I don't think you're. I think you're lying. 
Well, well, first of all, I've been one of the voices of the Yankees for 33 years. If you're going to call me Yankee Boy, I'll embrace it. So Gary's Met Boy, right? But I've been, Absolutely. Tell, I've been telling He's you forever. Sam Rosen Ranger Boy? Mm. Bob Papa Giant Boy? Mm-hmm. I don't know. They don't do shows where there's examples. But, but, but Gary think, is Met Boy. You think boy. that Gary roots for the Mets? Yes. Oh, no, Gary's Met Boy. Yeah, you think no, that no, Sam roots no, for the Sam Rangers? Roots, absolutely. Okay. But, but, but Papa, I can't but, call him Giant Boy. I can't, oh, go, I, into, I can't go into detail. He's giant boy now. Whatever he was well, as a kid, he's I'm giant saying, boy now. But but I'm just saying is is that well, Susan is jet boy. Oh, is he jet boy? But I don't know if he he dropped the aura of MetLife, which is a, this which is fair because they both were well, what one's in 2010, the others in 2009. But one's well, well done, one's not. That is true. Although I think City Field's better. Oh, here we go. Well, that's everybody thinks that. Not, no, I don't. Except I think Yankee City Boys. Field's a nice park. Yankee Stadium's a stadium. Yeah, but they, uh, what, what, so what's the difference? I'd rather go to a park than a stadium. I like stadium. I don't want to go like to a museum. The grand, I like the grandiosity no, of a 50,000 Well, because you like that because you're Yankee Boy. I am Yankee Boy. Pinstripe underwear on right now. He's mocking me. I'm telling him he should own this. You're not winning I'm the Mets fan it. over. I'm, Peter, what do you want? Am I owning no, it or not? I don't think he's lying to us. Well, he might be, but even if he's lying about it, he's still saying that, and it's a very Yankee boy thing to say, so he's living the gimmick. It's not a gimmick. I'm Yankee boy. I want the Yankees to do well. Why wouldn't I? And you like going to the stadium just for just for giggles on the on a weekday. I love the aura. He just loves the aura. <laughs> wow. But when you walk in the portals of Yankee Stadium and you see these lifestyle pictures, life-size pictures of Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig oh, and yeah. Mickey Mantle Kidding and Yogi me? Berra and Joe DiMaggio, I'm sorry, it, it stirs something in me. Wow. Every time. Every time. Wow. Every time I go to work, I go, I can't believe this is my office. Wow. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a place where you don't say that. Here. <laughs> Oh, you mean the, the one with the garbage in front of the elevator for the last six months? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that place. Time for Inside the Numbers, brought to you by Eisner Amper. Sure. Artemi Panarin scored a 60th point last night, Don, Yay! in the Rangers' 43rd game. Tied for his fewest games to hit that mark in a season. Tied with himself for the second fewest by any Rangers skater in the last 50 years behind Yaramir Yager in 05-06. That was in 39 games. That's Inside the Numbers, brought to you by Eisner Amper, a leading business advisory firm helping clients transform their companies, build capital, innovate processes, and mitigate risk. Make Eisner Amper part of your solution. Learn more at EisnerAmper.com slash solution. Don, Peter, I've changed my mind on something Ooh, that I have really? dug in for a long time. You dug in. I've dug in this, this is for not a long like time. you. And, and the three of us have actually been lockstep. I'm going to walk out of lockstep. <laughs> I'll tell you what, when we come back. I like it. Driving to the new year. With a new ride from Bay Ridge Mazda. They have over 250 new vehicles marked to move with 0% financing on select new models and prices below MSRP across their entire selection. Plus, every new Mazda comes with one year of free oil changes and a free tire rotation. Visit them today at 9000 4th Avenue in Brooklyn or online at BayRidgeMazda.com. Available to qualified buyers. Additional fees may apply. Must take same-day delivery. MSRP discounts not available on future or pre-sold inventory. See dealer for details and 
Well, when I'm getting ready for a game, I have to be prepared. I have to be. I have my lineup cards, the latest team stats, and, of course, my mug of Bigelow tea. For me, it's Bigelow Earl Grey with a smooth taste that keeps my voice in peak condition even when the game goes into extra innings. I refuse to settle, and neither should you. No matter how hectic your day gets, grab your favorite Bigelow tea. Take a moment just for you. So grab a mug of your favorite Bigelow tea and join the millions of fans that make Bigelow number one in New York. Bigelow tea, the official hot tea of the New York Yankees. Ah, uh, listeners, it's Michael K. When it comes to travel, nothing beats Legends Limousine. I felt the difference, and let me tell you, it's real. When my family and I need a ride to the airport or out of town, we choose Legends. Their commitment to safety makes every trip a breeze. These guys are not just any service. They've been setting the gold standard for over 30 years. Now, I trust them. So should you. Call 1-888-LEGENDS or visit LegendsLimousine.com. Use the code ESPN10. That's ESPN, the number 10, to snag 10% off. Travel like a legend with Legends Limousine. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy. Hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. All right. So a little bit of a change of heart by me. We have always waxed poetic about the NFL and NBA free agency. Because once the date hits that you could sign people, everybody gets signed. We say, oh, well, wouldn't it be great if baseball did that? And I used to think the same way. But then I thought about this, Don and Peter. The longer it stretches out, the more um, discussion there is about what team's going to sign what player. It's not just a two-day event. It becomes a four-month event up until spring training. So I actually now see the benefit uh, of them not having everybody signed in two oof. days. Those two days are great, but the rest would be a nuclear winner. Then they wouldn't. There wouldn't be any publicity. You're not getting any. What is baseball getting, Michael? They, in in individual cities, I mean, the Red Sox fans are going nuts that they haven't signed anybody. Blake Snell, the Cy Young Award winner, still hasn't signed. People are wondering when's he going to sign. Clay, Be- uh, Cody Bellinger hasn't been signed. 
Jordan Montgomery hasn't been signed. Josh Hader hasn't been signed. There's a lot of cities that are going, are they going to sign those guys? There's a lot of discussion about it. Hmm, I, I don't know. I'm not... I mean, listen, I'm a Met fan wondering who their DH is going to be, and, and like nothing's going on. If I've got a short proximity of time where I'm going to find out what my team is going to look like, I think it creates a, a big frenzy, and you get you get excitement. I understand that it's over, but... I don't know. You're you're living in the baseball world. You're doing a hot stove today, so maybe you're looking at it from a different prism. I'm I'm not getting a sense that baseball is any kind of discussion. Once the Soto was done and the Yamamoto was done and the Otani was done, I felt like all right, well, let's let's get the pitchers and catchers. There's okay. nothing going on. But okay, so let's say everybody had signed. Everybody, right. Snell, Montgomery, J.D. Martinez, Justin Turner, Josh, they all signed. We'd, we'd be in a, a worse situation. There would be no discussion whatsoever. Uh, nothing. But what so, discussion are we so having now? So when the Mets signed, but when the, let's say in, in a week, if the Mets signed Justin Turner or J.D. Martinez, or if they sign a pitcher, there's going to be a lot of discussion. That's going to get two days of news. Right now, if everybody signed it in two days, there would be no news whatsoever until pitchers and catchers, which you hate. But I think you just kind of you're you're moving things around. I don't feel like baseball has had any kind of real moment. They did when when Otani and Yamamoto. Signed. Well, I think they had the the teams that signed them had their moment, and then there was disappointment, obviously, for the teams that didn't get those players. But it was kind of piecemeal for like a week, and then I just think if everything happens right away, Michael, there'd be a lot of discussion leading up to it, and then it'd be a little bit discussion after it was over to kind of analyze it. But at least you'd have your moment. I, I just feel like that there hasn't been a lot of baseball discussion at all. It's been a little piecemeal here and there. You get little blips, but you don't have that one big explosion that gets everybody excited. But once you had that explosion, there'd be nothing anyway. There'd be no blips. So, but I but mean, you'd still have, I think, you would own that piece of time. Like, first of all, it was awful that Otani was was not going to sign if you even talked about it. So there wasn't really any buzz leading into Otani because there were no rumors. There were no real conversations because he kept everything so close to the vest. Yeah. Then he signs and like, all right, it's over. But if you had all this discussion and, and they were more open and, and publicized it and then you had that 24-hour period where everybody signed, there'd be a lot more excitement. I, I And this is coming from a baseball fan, Michael. I don't think, feel like baseball's had any kind of real moment at all with free agency. So I just I disagree with you. I think you want to have your big moment and then be done rather than piecemeal it over a three-month span and never really have a day but the, but, where you own the discussion. But but what you're saying is that unless they sign with your team, you don't you don't want to discuss it anyway. So what's the difference if everybody but, signs within two days? Because... Because under the way that I would like to see it, I would tell Otani, you know, I, I, I don't, I would talk him out of this whole. I'm not going to sign with you if you talk about it. I mean, I want to have, I want, I want to know where you're, who you're talking to. I want to know where you're going um, uh, to to meet with people to build up the excitement for it. That when he finally signs, have all have four or five teams really believing they're going to have a chance. Like what happened, with LeBron James, where Nick fans thought they had a chance that he thought he might be able to resign. Obviously, Cavaliers were hearing the rumors and. It became like a big deal. Otani didn't give you anything, and then he, you know, he signs with the Dodgers, and it's a bit of a blip. But it also, it's happening during football. Like you'd love to be able to just have your moment where all anybody is talking about is baseball, and then yeah, it'd be over. But I never really felt like baseball took center stage at all during this. Did you, Peter? No, well, not not center stage. I mean, it, it, it 
There, there was moments around Otani and Yamamoto, but no, and that doesn't have. It didn't have that. We well, had two days on on Stroman. That would have been nothing if they if they, if Stroman had signed the first two. Days. I'm telling you, the piecemeal aspect of it keeps baseball in the discussion for four months. I just don't. Maybe I'm not the, at the forefront well, like you're saying, Don. It, it still has been on the perimeter. It really has not been that much of a focus. Well, if you well, compare, if the Yankees it, signed Blake Snell. Do you think it'd be a focus? Yeah, for us, for us, right. it would be for for well, that's the, way for the, the sport time. Works. Yeah, but 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 don't you think when you have all of these guys signing, it almost becomes remember like the the trade deadline used to be like a big deal, right? Now the trades are happening earlier, and by the time you get to the deadline, it's like there's nothing left to do. But I used to love as a young baseball fan turning on ESPN three o'clock deadline. What is everybody going to do? It was it was like the topic of conversation for like those two days. With, at the trade deadline, that's what you would be able to have in the off season, of, of just having that frenzy. We saw it during during COVID, Michael. It became like a big deal. Now it doesn't just it doesn't have that same feeling of of it being as big. I think the diehard baseball fans probably agree with you, but to get those moments where. Hey, sorry, football. Sorry, basketball. You're going to have to take a back seat today, man, because over the next 24 hours, all these free agents are going to find a home. But we did. When Yamamoto signed, football took a back seat, especially in New York, because he, he chose the Dodgers over the Yankees and the Mets. And when when Otani signed, it took a, everything took a back seat. So I'm saying, well, not everything it, took a back seat because it was because we it, it didn't feel like he was going to come to New York. He signed with the Dodgers. It it, it happened. Still like, one of the greatest players of all time signed I, with another team. I know, That's but, a story. It, but it happened like in the middle of the night, and then we talked about it the next day. But it didn't dominate the conversation the way it would have if Yamamoto and Otani and the Yankees trade for Soto all in like a 24 hour span. It'd be all oh, it would be wall to wall. They would own it. I uh, what I remember Otani happened like I think literally in the middle of the night, and then by the time the next day came, it was more of a controversy of why are they circumventing the luxury tax and all. It, I don't know. I just it, it didn't feel like it was a really exciting thing that could have been if everybody was happening at the same time. But where where do you fall on this, Peter? To me, this is like the constant conversation we always have about what what could we adjust about this sport to make it a bigger part of the conversation. I think it's all Tonka Truck. To be honest, no matter what they did, is there a world in which it would pay, even come close to the way we talk about football in the offseason or basketball in the offseason? But we only talk about football in the offseason, Peter, in those two days, that two-day stretch. That's what I'm saying. When all the signings happen, like like a big bomb goes off. But but that's not true. I mean, yes, we, that's the only time we're talking about moves being made, but football has found a way to be such a part of conversation in sports all the time. They because don't even, it's more popular in baseball. They don't even need the moves to be made. And then the but, NBA but, but, has but, figured out just how to constantly have a conversation going But don't you feel like it. that July 1st, like leading up to July 1st, there's that there's a yes. pending excitement. Yes. And yeah, it's over by the second or third, but at least in those moments in the middle of the summer, the NBA takes like a, a front seat for yes. a little bit of a while, and in, for hockey fans, the same thing. On July first, if, if, if baseball had that, I don't know, would just come up with an arbitrary day, it would you know, January thirteenth or whatever, you know, when you, you did, did like if it was today, think about it, because we're kind of in that True. weird day. It's Wednesday. We're too far removed from Wild Card Weekend. Still a couple of days away from the divisional round. Imagine if it were today. Where Yamamoto and Otani and Soto, all all the free agents had to make a decision by six o'clock today. 
Well, it would at least be, give you this it, spot. It, it would, would give be, you a it moment. Would give it, and it would give you tomorrow because then, then the, the, the dust would have to settle. It, it's also a tough time, Michael, because really out, because Soto doesn't count because he was a trade. But it was really about Otani and Yamamoto. I mean, I don't know if Stroman really moves the needle or or any of these other guys that were. It, it's not a big. It wasn't a. It was really Otani and Yamamoto. That was really it. With just those two guys. But if you had a year where there's like a dozen big name free agents and the Mets and Yankees were involved in in a lot of them. But this year this year's tough too because Otani's not around. No one is supposed to talk no one was supposed to talk about it. he's never going to be an outward figure who's speaking about anything. Yamamoto, nobody even knows yet, right? So those are both sort of disadvantages. And also, let's be real, if we had football teams who were halfway decent, there's not even any need to look for other stuff to talk about right now. We'd still be breaking down what the season was. It's the ESPN New York Superbox Bonanza 5. This year, each qualifier will take home a $25 Fanatics gift card and have a chance at one of 10 Superbox prizes. Be caller number... 66 right Whoa. now at 888-987-ESPN to select a box for the big game with a chance to win $500 in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of $2,000, all brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey and the brand new Tullamore Dew Honey. I will come back, talk a little bit about the Rangers and uh, their win last night. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL Playoffs, is bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet 5 bucks on any game and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Can Baker Mayfield spoil the Lions' dream season? Plus, everyone gets a no-sweat, same-game parlay for every playoff game day. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code EMPIRE. New customers can bet just 5 bucks to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code EMPIRE, E-M-P-I-R-E. The crown is yours. You must be 21 plus, physically present in New York. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Opt-in required. One no-sweat token issued per eligible day after opt-in. No sweat bonus bet issued based on amount of losing qualifying bet. Eligibility max reward limits and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. It's Don LaGreca here for Ramsey Mazda. In 2024, you get more at Ramsey Mazda. More selection, over 750 new vehicles available, and more savings like a new 2024 Mazda CX-90 for $399 a month or a new 2024 Mazda CX-30 for $199 a month. Get more in 2024 with Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. Call 833-853-2970 for details. Zero security deposit. VIN RM627938 and R11. 148073 MSRP 26480 32380 tax title registration extra ends 13124 Thanks for listening to the Michael K show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. Big win for the Rangers. They seem like they've righted the ship in the last two games, Don. Yes and no. Um, I was not really overly thrilled with the way they won against the Capitals. They held on for a two to one win. Uh, the Kraken, the Kraken had won nine straight, but they got shut out by Pittsburgh. I, I think they're an okay team. I think still think there's some work to do. 
Uh, they were uh, the, the Seattle was two for two on the power play. Uh, the Rangers did get some secondary scoring. Kako scored his first goal since November, his first goal back from the injury. And Blake Wheeler had two goals, including an empty netter. So they're, they're getting goals from, from guys that aren't named Kreider, Zabanajad, Panarin, Trocek, and Lafreniere, which is good. But I still think there's some work to be done. They're 10-9-1 in their last 20 games. So they've been very ordinary over a nice stretch of time here. I'll be interested to see how they do. They're going out west, Vegas tomorrow, Kings, Ducks Saturday, Sunday, and then the Sharks on Tuesday. So usually you take two and two, but the Kings are struggling. Sharks are one of the worst teams in the league, and so are the Ducks. So you'd like to come back, I'd say, with uh, six out of the eight possible points, and then you feel like you're you're doing something here. So, yeah, they won a couple of games in a row, but I, I still feel like – they need to play a little bit better. So they've been treading water for about 20 games yeah. after a great start. So yeah. they're still first in the Metropolitan Division with 58 mm-hmm. points. Flyers have 54. So, yeah, you'd like to do better over the 20, but they're a good start. They haven't exactly squandered it. They've pretty much you know kept their head above water. And, you know, yeah. teams are going to have flat spots. As you said the I, other day, no one's going to have an unbelievable year. I think that you, you feel good about your Sturkin over the last couple of games for sure. Uh, but they certainly set a standard. But I, I thought Dave said it best. You, I don't know if you noticed, like the the Oiler, the Oilers have won eleven straight franchise record. Uh, Panthers just came off a nine game winning streak. Winnipeg had an eight game winning streak. Seattle had an eight game winning streak. All those teams got off to bad starts and all of a sudden found themselves. The Rangers very ordinary start, but they're being carried by what was incredible historic franchise start to the season. So there's going to be ebbs and flows, Michael. They'll get hot again. But, you know, when you start thinking about a Stanley Cup, there's things that need to get cleaned up. Play better five-on-five, be a little bit more consistent, rounded-out scoring, all these things they need to work on. There's no question they're a playoff team. I still think they're going to win this division. But uh, when you start talking about Cup, there's there's some things that they got to clean up a little bit, and they've got half the season to do it. And LaViolette is a, an all-star coach, right? Yeah, because um, I guess, what was it, Saturday with their win, they solidified first place in the Metro. So the coaches that are in first place at that designated time are the head coaches for each division for the three-on-three tournament. So he is the head coach of the Metropolitan Division, which is cool. Now, there was a trade, a Toronto traded Pascal Siakam uh, to the Pacers. So with that one move, once again, Obi Toppin plays behind a star, which is what he's doing with Julius Randle. He's going to do that behind Siakam. Uh, Toronto told Siakam they're not going to give him the max contract, no matter what. So he said, well, then I'm not going to sign here. And they ended up trading him to in- Indiana. And Indiana's got a pretty good team now. You know, you, you combine him with, uh, with Halliburton, that's pretty good. And uh, I'm sorry to say this because he's a local guy. I never saw the greatness in Obi Toppin. I know Met fa- no, Nick fans went nuts over him. You know, he should be playing more. He was never going to play with Julius Randle there. He, he doesn't have a consistent enough shot to play. And he started the season in the starting five for Indiana. And then Rick Carlisle took him out. And then they made a trade. They get somebody who's definitely better than him. So, I mean, this might be his lot in life. He might be just the guy coming off the bench because he's not going to be the star he was in college. He just, he's not. He doesn't have a varied enough game. I just don't see it. So, I know Nick fans really were upset when the, the Knicks let him go. And they let him go for, 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 for pretty much nothing. But I think it's being proven out. He hasn't been able to play on a really dynamic Indiana team either. And he did start with them, but then he was benched. So, And now they get Siakam. He's going to be playing in front of them. So Knicks play tonight against the Rockets. We'll see if Brunson could play. Still no word yet on that. Uh, Dan Orlovsky is going to join us in the 5 o'clock hour. And Anthony in the car wants to pay off the debt to Peter. Anthony. Oh, well, let's hear this. Hey, fellas. How you doing? Good. How you doing? 
Good. I uh, before I talk about the bet to Peter, can I just ask you a question, Mike? Mm-hmm. Michael. Yeah. What kind of loser wants to look at Anthony Volpe in the box during a football game? It's just a strong point. Well, no, no, I'm not saying look at him, but you know you can mention him. Uh, well, well, okay. Though? So what what type I mean, of person wants ear? to stare? At, what type of person wants to stare at Aaron Judge then? Americans. I mean, you do. You do. <laughs> uh, and I want to stare at Anthony Volpe too. I like all uh, great athletes. Uh, they are both good looking guys. I'll give you that. I'm not looking at them uh, for their looks, Anthony. <laughs> Yeah, because Judge is not attractive. I can I can look at Peter if I I just want to look at somebody with good looks. That is true. Peter's wow, awesome. Peter, that was a, that was kind of a compliment. Uh, you know what? I'll take it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Peter, uh, I I I I do it again. But I <laughs> really, owe some, I owe your I owe your charity some money. What would tell so, people what the bet was again? People may not remember from a year ago. I don't think Peter did. Yeah, I, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I bet you that the Giants would be four games better than the Commanders. Four. Oh, yeah. Do it yeah. Again. I would do it again. And you'd lose again. I will re- I'll, no, I'll revamp for next year if you want to do it again. But um, for now, I owe your charity 100 bucks. It was such so. such a lofty bet. And, man, can you believe how much my commies did to make you right and you still got it wrong? I mean, we could have easily secured that bet. Oh, easily. And if my uh, aunt had hair on her back, she'd be my uncle. But um, all right, I'll, wow. we'll, I'll get your info from Anthony, and we'll we'll figure out the uh, the charity well, just, of it. Well, all. You, you don't have a charity. Of, I don't have. Out. I don't know where I want to go with this hundred bucks. It's important, Don. That is true. Why don't you give it to the broadcast? I think, I think the charity in the I think the original charity was the the Peter Rosenberg fund. But no, no, I won't. I won't. I won't give to that charity. I'll. I'll. I'll I love the human fund. <laughs> yeah, the Costanza fund, the human yeah. fund. I like that. All right, Anthony, we'll work it out that you give the 100 bucks to Peter. I think Peter's charity is Peter. No, I'm not going to. Of course, no, I wouldn't well, do that. He wouldn't do that, Michael. Of course not. All right, so he's got a shell company that'll eventually <laughs> give it to him. <laughs> well, that's, that's unbelievable. Serious allegation. Who do you yeah. think I am? What kind of person do you think I am? He thinks you're exactly the type of person I said. Who'd have a shell company and take donations to that shell company right. and then pay myself. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But that's why you need some help. You need some better help, Peter. Well, this is a better help commercial message. It's the time of year for resolutions, but consider this. What what are the things you want to change? And what are the things you might like to keep the same about yourself? All right? We're not talking about new year, new you. We're talking about expanding the good that you already have, building on your strengths and talents. All right? Sure, create more goals. You know, maybe spend more time with your family this year. Be more organized. Get more disciplined. That sounds great. BetterHelp encourages you and wants to empower you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp is entirely online. It's convenient. It's flexible. It's suited to your schedule. Complete a brief online questionnaire. Get matched to a licensed therapist. You can always change therapists at no cost. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Peter today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash Peter. Hi, everyone. Let's talk, shall we, about Security Dodge. Peter Rosenberg here. Security Dodge is Suffolk County's number one volume Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram dealer. Right now, you can come get some 0%. That's right. Come get some. You know how she says it. Come get some. Yeah. That's right. 0% for up to 60 months on all new 23 Jeep Compasses plus 
up to 25% off MSRP on all new 23 Jeep Gladiators. All during the Start Something new sales event. You got to get in there and see Michelle Scalisi or shop 24-7 at securitydodge.com. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.